welcome to the Social Practice Podcast. My name is Mary Robb, and I am here with Kate Summers, Client Experience Manager and Client Experience Team Lead. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> so, Kate, tell us all about yourself. Where are you from? Where'd you go to school? What'd you major in? All the things. Well, I grew up in the Park Cities here in Dallas. Um, it was a lot of fun. I went to Texas Tech, Rackham. Rackham! Rackham Tech. Um, <laughs> and I graduated with marketing and a management degree. After that, I came back to Dallas and worked for an influencer actually right out of college for about like two years. And then after that, I started with social practice in like April of 2022. So I think I've been here a little over a year and a half, I guess. But yeah, ever since and the rest is history. So if you look back to your childhood and growing up, is there anything that you were up to then that now kind of translates into your career in social media? Oh, interesting. I think when I was younger, I was like pretty insecure around in middle school, late middle school. I feel like it didn't peak at that point when a lot of people did. Same. And I got my braces a little later than everyone else did, which was like eighth grade. And I had them in freshman year of high school and I was so embarrassed. And after I got my braces off, I think it was like mid freshman year, that's when I really felt beautiful and like my own skin, my teeth. And I feel like that really is relevant to what I do now because it's interesting what aesthetics can do for someone's changing someone's life, making them feel so good about themselves. So I feel like that's interesting how something that happened way back in the day is so relevant to what I do day to day now. So, yeah, yeah, that's a really cool story. I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of us on the team are just so passionate about aesthetics is because it truly can impact your self-confidence, for sure, which ties into your self-worth. And mm -hmm. it's just so fun and cool to just be a part of an industry where we are able to choose, you know, if there's something that's bothering us, we can change it. Yeah. And you experience the impact, just something as simple as everyone gets braces, but just that feeling you get whenever your teeth are, whenever you're out of braces, you're like, wow, I, I didn't realize how much it's going to impact my confidence. Yeah, it was a huge peak for me, I would say. I hope <laughs> everyone else would say that. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your role specifically here at Social Practice, what your day-to-day -day yeah. looks like, what you're up to. So basically day-to-day, my first priority is serving the clients. So that entails quite a lot of things. But, um, you know, if we're looking at a certain day, I think we're always staying in tune with current month's content, making sure everything is spick and spam and then getting prepped for the next month. So um, always staying in contact with clients, getting meetings set up, getting photo shoots set up. And then also that entails handling our team. So kind of with the client experience, it's a big umbrella. There are a lot of other roles involved underneath that, which is like graphic design, the content strategy team, which is our writers. There is the community managers, which does our engagement. And then there's also the photo video team. So all those things going on each and every day, staying in contact, making sure our content's being delivered and it looks great. And then with my team lead aspect, it's just a constant evolving thing as far as developing that role to be the best it can be. And then also mm -hmm. just supporting the client experience team with like issues that come up throughout the day, throughout the week, you know, improvements we can make about with that role over time. So it's just a lot of the different things that, you know, go into each and every day, but it's so fun. Like I genuinely enjoy it so much. And it's fun that I get to do a little bit of leadership and a little bit of like client experience at the same time. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And it, you know, it kind of makes me think about, being an 
both a small business, but also kind of in startup mode where we're really just building and building and building. What, what do you feel like is the most exciting and or challenging part about being in a company that's in this season? And just the reason I'm thinking of it is a Mm -hmm. lot of our clients and future clients, you know, they're also in in their building and growing stages. So what has that experience been like for you? I feel like the thing about social media is, you know, it's very new. So like an agency like ours is kind of one of the first to enter the market and really serve the aesthetic community specifically. So it comes with a lot of figuring stuff out. So I feel like that's the biggest struggle of our job is figuring out how to handle things, how to do things and make it the most successful it can be and like give the clients, you know, the best experience possible at the same time while you're trying to face those issues like day to day. So I feel like that's kind of the biggest challenge of what social media brings Mm -hmm. to our job and our jobs in general. But there's so much opportunity that also lies there. So it's Mm -hmm. essentially like the best marketing platform people can invest in at this point. Yeah. And so the fact that we're the first to get in there and dive in there is amazing for us. So it's just equally as big as an opportunity as it is like a challenge. Yeah. Totally. I mean, social media is constantly evolving, staying on top of the trends and the Mm -hmm. algorithm changes. Um, Our business is constantly evolving because we're growing so quick. So it's just like putting all that together. But I think it definitely takes someone who is flexible, who likes to learn and grow and evolve and really values that. So um, just kind of switching gears a little bit into more of like social media specifically. Mm-hmm. What do you love the most about social media? What I love most about social media, I think like as a consumer and as, you know, outside of work, I love that it's such an opportunity to connect. So like back in the day, you know, our parents probably lose touch with all of their friends over the years, like back from high school, you know, you don't speak to them till your reunions, whatever. So now we have like such this opportunity to stay in touch and like see what everyone's up to and like, you know, like their photos. So, you know, that you're still around, you're still supporting them. And then, I mean, personally, I just love that me and my friends have our like our running group chat where we're just constantly sending memes. We even have it with our team. Yeah. So like, I just love, it's just (laughs) spreading joy and like, uplifting each other with stuff like sending inspirational quotes like funny memes it's just it's fun and you can stay in touch without actually being together which is awesome so that was probably and then I think like my one specific individual thing that like I love is that when you go to a restaurant you're like what am I gonna order I'll like pull up their (laughs) Instagram and check out all their tag photos all their photos and then figure out the best thing. I'm a big foodie. So that to me is like really important. Okay. I love that. <laughs> so I would say that's probably my one thing that I, I really love in my like free time that I do with social media. That's so good. I mean, you're doing your research, right? Yes, exactly. You're yep. doing your due diligence Same with trends yeah. and that can translate to any business, right? I oh, mean, yeah. even like in the aesthetic space, that kind of leads to my next question is as a consumer of aesthetics, um, procedures and just being in this world, what are you looking for whenever you're kind of scoping out potentially going to a new practice. Like what kind of things do you want to see them sharing that would help you make that decision if you would actually go there or not? I think something about aesthetics and when I look at people's profiles, I think I'm looking for like authenticity and like their personality to come through. I, I don't know. It makes me feel like I trust them more when they're more original and they're like speaking from their own language. I feel like when it's very scripted and they're just speaking facts, it doesn't speak to me mm-hmm. individually. And I think when I can see some of their personality come through, I feel like I almost know them before I even go visit the practice. So I think yeah. that organic piece of it is what I enjoy the most about looking at aesthetic accounts and like 
providers specifically. So just like differentiating themselves and, you know, why are they so different than this other practice? What makes their feed more engaging than other practices? And then just being consistent about being on top of my feed. Like, what am I seeing? What are they up to? It's fun to see like what they're up to events they're having. They're staying active. So stuff like that, I feel like matters to me as a consumer. Yeah, they're staying connected to you, they're staying engaged with their audience, Mm -hmm. but also, yeah, I love the authenticity piece because it is a place where you can share your personality. And of course we wanna focus on what sets you apart, but that energy that you bring, that expertise, the knowledge, but also the fun and like the lightheartedness, the the approachability. Yeah, I mean, those are all things that, you know, people like you are looking for. I mean, they could have great results, but if their personality sucks, it's like, do I really want to go spend my it's hour? Like enjoying with them? to, yeah, enjoying like <laughs> hanging out with them too. Like, I love my dentist because she's just, yeah, she's just fun to go see too. And like, we talk about stuff that doesn't even matter about like my teeth. But yeah, <laughs> it's fun. That's like going to the hairstylist. Like, yeah, tell them, tell them all everything. your like dirty secrets so you don't oh, even tell your friends. It's just like a natural <laughs> habit. I don't know what it is about yeah. it. But. Okay, what is your least favorite thing about social media? I would say like, I mean, there's obviously a lot of negativity around social media. So that, you know, it sucks that people just want to tear people down because they feel so behind the screen, you feel so powerful. But like, there's also another person behind the screen that's reading that. So I feel like that's a piece I hate is just the negativity that comes with social media and like the bad rep it gets because of that. Yeah. And then like another thing is like the false information. So there are a lot, it's funny with the aesthetic industry, there's a lot of providers that really aren't qualified, but they're out there sharing information that's not true and like does not benefit people's lives. They're making, you know, false accusations. So I feel like that's why it's so important, like for our role to push their providers who are like board certified, they know exactly what they're doing, how to do their job. And I think that's what's, you know, it's hard to like filter that when you're in, like as a consumer, like how do you know who's telling the truth? How do you know who's qualified so I feel like just the negativity and then just all that false information out there is just kind of scary yeah the accessibility that people have to the internet and and people that are out there that unfortunately that's just part of any industry right Mm -hmm. it's like there's gonna be people out there that aren't providing services that truly are beneficial or they're not educated or trained enough to be able to provide the services that they're providing so Um, yeah, I think that's what's great about our job, though, is we really want to highlight the ones that are exactly. doing the right thing. Yep. Um, so with that in mind, what do you think the future of social media looks like? I think so kind of backing up what I said earlier, it's such an opportunity. And I think yeah. for people like for what we do is we push small business owners and local people. And I think it's such an opportunity for small businesses to really kick, you know, get their feet off the ground, like get started with their business. Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool is like you can see a video go viral on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. And, this, you know, seconds later, they're posting another video and they're like, oh, my gosh, like I I'm sold out. Like, I don't know what to do now. Like, I'll have yeah. to reorder. Like, please be patient. Yeah. So it's just cool to see that you can really take off your business with social media and like with you know zero money involved like you know just get up there and be authentic about your business why you did it your passion behind it and then just let social media work its magic yeah is what's so cool yeah it brings that exposure yeah and just really helps business owners like it brings their vision to life in a lot of ways and they could tell their story and i think that's just such a great idea for like small business owners to get started so i feel like that just leaves so much opportunity for local businesses to 
flourish. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's really, really fun. So switching gears to a little bit more personal stuff. When we're okay. not at the office, so we're here twice a week, uh-huh. where do you like to do your work? Um, It's funny. I... So, like I said, I'm a foodie. Yeah. I typically like being the closest to my pantry as possible. <laughs> so, I sit at my kitchen table most of the time. Even though I have a perfectly good office in my house, I sit at my kitchen table. So, That's it's just hilarious. steps away from my pantry and my fridge. But I feel like anywhere that gives me, like, good zen, good energy, mm-hmm. somewhere that's quiet, I can focus, good music. A coffee shop would, like, be probably my second choice. But I just am very productive when I work from home. So, yeah. I just like to get my candle lit. Yeah. My little drink, whatever it is, my sparkling water, and just like go to town on work. So I love that. Yeah. All the good vibes. <laughs> yeah. So what are you up to? Like what's what do you like to do outside of work? What are your hobbies? What are your interests? I will say like when I get home from work, I mean, obviously like it's funny, we spend all day on social media with our clients yeah. and I still get on social media <laughs> after work. <laughs> and I scroll and scroll, but I like to go on TikTok or like Instagram and find like food recipes cuz oh, I yeah. love cooking. So I'll like save a bunch of recipes, make a grocery list, go buy a bunch of stuff at the store like Trader Joe's or Central Market and then just like cook a bunch of like recipes whether it's meal prep or just like having a good date night dinner. Um, I just like, I just enjoy food and like, I like the experience of cooking. I don't like cleaning the dishes, but (laughs) that's what men are for. Yeah. (laughs) That or like going to a good restaurant. Nothing beats it. Good cocktails, good food, just good service. Yeah, exactly. Then at the end of the day, when I have a busy day, I'm like, please just give me the, like you do everything and I'll just sit here and you just bring me cocktails. Yes. (laughs) Yes, girl. That's exactly it. That's, That's what we're going for. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Last, second to last question. Oh, gosh. Okay. What's your favorite part about working at social practice? Oh, my gosh. There's so many things I love about working here. And it's funny. I did not think I was going to love my job. Like, it's pretty rare you find a job you love. Like, I feel like in your 20s. Mm-hmm. So I just think our dynamic all together all around is just the best. You, you can't get it anywhere else. I think the girls make it so fun to come to the office during the week. Like I'm not an early morning person, <laughs> but I'll get up just because I get to see them every day. Yeah. They just make the job so much more fun. Um, and, you know, we're all kind of like young, same age, and that makes it just so much easier to get along with each other. And everyone's just hilarious. Like everyone brings something different to the table. So I love that. And I also just love getting to know the clients. I never thought I'd be interacting with like a bunch of doctors and surgeons. And it's so cool to see that other side that like I would never be a surgeon, but I can totally like live vicariously through them. And like, <laughs> and it's just cool that we get to support their business. And like, it's so rewarding to see them coming, like coming to us, be like, thank you. Like, I love the content. Like, and it just is very rewarding to know that we can create an impact on someone in such a different role like that. So yeah, yeah that's probably my that. favorite part. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I just think it's so special. I mean, like you said, in your twenties, it is hard. I had uh-huh. five jobs, I think between 22 and 27 I don't recommend that by the way <laughs> don't do what stressful. I did <laughs> do as I say not as I do yeah because though it is true you know when you're 20s you're like trying to figure it out and so yeah. like it's understandable but at the same time like it, it was so important to me that we had a culture that was different yeah. and unique and special and some of the things that I experienced I was trying to not replicate yeah and there you know I think that 
I don't know if you've experienced this, but of all the jobs that I've had, it really wasn't as much about what we were doing, but it was who I was doing it yeah, with. Yeah, that's so and true. And that was just always so special to me. And I want, I've, I've always wanted to create that Yeah. in any business that I'm a part of. So I love that you said that. Yeah. Um, okay, so how can people stay in touch with you? What's your favorite platform? I would say my favorite platform is Instagram. It's funny because I need to be more consistent with it. And I preach this to our clients every day, but I don't do it <laughs> myself. So it's a little hypocritical, but... I would say that's probably the best way to find me. Um, you can always hit the follow button and I'll probably maybe accept <laughs> you if you're cool enough. <laughs> but yeah. Are you a call, voice text, text, email? What's your what's your vibe? FaceTime? I'm a big texter, I think. I'll FaceTime mm-hmm. you if I'm like in the mood, but <laughs> I would say big texter. Okay. I'm not going to answer you right away either, oh. but. <laughs> okay. That's good boundaries. Depends on my mood, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kate, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. It was was so so fun fun. to learn about you. Oh, my gosh. Thanks to all for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.